0: Who are the coolest dudes on the planet? United States veterans. What's the coolest sport on the planet? Pro wrestling. And what would be the coolest podcast on the planet? That would be this one. U.S. military vets. Talking pro wrestling. This is the No Shave Man Cave. Two badass disabled vets... Sharing their love of pro wrestling Giving you their perspective as fans Talking about current events and matches History of titles And who knows what else Let's do it Welcome Welcome to the the No Shave Shave Men Game Game. Now your hosts Ellie Ellie Jair and Jay Tilly. Tilly
1: Ladies and gentlemen Boys and girls Children of all ages Wrestling fans Sports entertainment fans. Welcome to the No Shave Man Cave. I'm Ellie Jair. And I am Jay Tilly. And baby, I am so excited to talk about Dynamite because I'm a huge fan of commercials in crowds. <laughs> and this is coming from a college town. So we're talking, we're talking triple C college commercials, crowds, AEW Dynamite from Austin, Texas. What do you think, man? Man, I am
2: stoked for this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I won't say it's going to probably, it probably won't top last week um, because, I, I mean, it, it could. Challenge issued, maybe? Yeah, there's, <laughs> I mean, there's some good stuff on it, but there's no huge, like, like last week you had Dude, uh, last Claudio week was and Ray sh- Phoenix.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You had Claudio level, Ray for sure.
2: Yeah, Claudio Ray Phoenix, you had Orange Cassidy and... uh that person he fought. Why am I drawing a blank? Uh, Danu Garcia. And then you had the main event, which was the Moxley. So this one, a little different. I mean, there's some good stuff on the card. Uh I just don't see it being as much of a blockbuster, but hell, they could surprise me. Who knows? But what we have announced right now is decent. Um we can run down it real quick, uh, and do our nine oh my preview and uh kind of put this out
1: and see how close we are to predicting the future. Uh what do you think opens the show? So I was, when I was going through the card, I was like, okay, do you do someone who's almost local, Texas, something or other? Do you hearken back to what we saw last week with either Thunder Rosa or something with Miro? Do you open with some kind of a vignette or do you boil the crowd with bringing out Don Callis to explain what and why he did? And I think like what they did last week where they opened the uh, opened the night with the wrestlers in the ring. I think that's what they do. And if, if it were me, I would sort of reintroduce Jay White to AEW, and I would bring Jay White and Ricky Starks out and set this building on fire. Because Jay White, Switchblade, this guy is live and nationwide. And Ricky Starks, everywhere he goes, this is my hometown. You know, like he has that whole... Yeah. You know, like he's connected to the crowd, and and I think he is from Texas. He it's either or, Texas or, or trained or in Texas or something Louisiana like that. or something. I think he was displaced he was with the both. hurricane. Yeah. yeah, So he's, um, you know, every it seems like everywhere he goes, he's a hometown kid. So I think uh, reintroducing the AEW faithful to who Jay White is, what he's about, who and what the Switchblade is against Ricky Starks. And really, now you're sort of on this pendulum. Like, okay, I thought we were going to put the rocket on Ricky Starks, but now you have Jay White, who's the former IWGP champion. He's held every title in New Japan. He's been there, done that. Do you, you know, I I'm kind of stuck. But I think they figure out how to introduce introduce Jay White, keep them both strong. Maybe uh, Juice comes out and you know gets in the mix, and then someone comes to back up Ricky. And now we have a tag team match going into Forbidden Door, and everybody stays strong. But you get to know who Jay White is. That that's what I would do.
2: Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think it opens with uh, Ricky Starks and Jay White. I'm just curious of where the story's going. Um, I really don't want to see Juice and Ricky again. I don't really want to see. Uh, I don't want to see the tag match, like unless they bring out somebody where we're not expecting it and go, "Holy crap!" Like I was not expecting so and so now. Do we see someone like maybe Finley show up and join Ricky Starks oh, So he joins the, the original Bullet Club, and you wow. get Bullet Club versus Bullet Club Gold. Yeah. I just I'm not sure where they're gonna go with it. Uh, I, I mean, I haven't been a fan of the Ricky Starks Juice Robinson since it started. It throwing Jay White in it, it's awesome. I just want more from Jay White. Like I, I and and part of that is the booking, right? I think they cooled down Ricky Starks too much. Like if they'd have rolled into this feud right outside of his feud with MJF, oh my hot. Dude. But I think throwing the Chris Jericho thing in really messed him up. And, you know, Action Andretti is part of it. He's gone now. He's Ring of Honor and he's showing up. He's working with Top Flight. And I just, it's going to be interesting if they're going to reheat Ricky Starks. Uh, To be honest with you, it, Ricky Starks is one of those guys who's, I think, contract's coming up next year. I wouldn't be surprised if he walks and goes to like WWE or something with his buddy.
1: Yeah, do you think, so do you think this is a, a product of poor booking meets... Like, almost like punishment. You shouldn't have been, you know, you shouldn't have been at the show. You shouldn't have been backstage with, with your boy. No. No.
2: No, because, I mean, Tony Khan has come out and said that he's never going to prevent his his talent from going to other show. I mean, no, I don't think so. I mean, okay. he lets Moxley go to GCW. He lets them... Yeah, you know, I, I don't think so at all. Uh, I could see WWE doing something that like that.
1: Yeah, that's probably why my WWE brain just went petty real quick, so... Yeah, that's a good point. I I think Ricky or, um, sorry, um, Tony Khan has such a great relationship and the open door policy with every organization from Impact to New Japan, GCW even, uh, Bloodsport. And, um, yeah, so that's a, that's a strong point. That's, that's really good. So I, I'd be interested to see who's going to get kind of thrown in the mix. I don't want to upset the apple cart and bring too many people into this because, Anytime there's a good feud that catches steam, Jericho gets thrown into it. And I think where he is, Jericho's got a good thing going. And um, with the Roderick Strong situation, I think that's gonna be a lot of fun. So let's let's keep let's keep Jericho over here. Get this situated with Ricky Stark. You are or you aren't gonna rocket him. We're not okay. So we'll keep you mid card, stay entertaining. He does his little move, and then we move on. <laughs>
2: I, I have I have a bit of fantasy booking for this. Uh-oh. I, I would love to see Juice get involved, and if we are going the route of tag team or two-on-two, two, I'd love to see Hook come out. So Hook and him have the relationship from when they were Team Taz. Like, Hook's not doing anything. I hated the stuff that he, they put him in with the, the deletion thing. I think bringing him into something like this huh. uh, would be kind of a neat – I mean, Hook and Jay White and Hook and Juice would be some good matches. So – Uh, I would love to see Team Taz get back together. Personally, yeah, that'd
1: that'd be that'd be solid, and that would get um, it would sort of start a new character build, get him away from the deletion situation. Yeah, it's strong. I like it. And then uh, my
2: prediction for what goes next is probably either Don Callis or Sammy Guevara because those are your two talking spots. My, I'm guessing Don Callis because I have it. So usually there's a lot more stuff on the Dynamite card leading into the show. So with this one being so light, I'm assuming there's going to be some extended action or, I mean, yeah, I would assume they're going to be either an extended like interview session that's going to get involved and break down to a brawl. So maybe like Don Callis and the Elite come out to confront him and then BCC comes out and they have a, a brawl. Uh, I am very curious on what he's going to say, though. I'm curious what if, B, if the BCC is involved in this or or yeah. If yeah, I'm just curious. I'm curious if it's going to be just Don Callis was tired of Kenny Omega and his bullshit, or if it's you know, hey, I've been working with the BCC all along. Ha ha ha! You're injured, and now we're going to move on. So I'm interested. Does Hangman make a return tonight? You know, I just there's so many directions this Elite BCC thing can go. It's going to be yeah top notch
1: man and it just like you know you you bring maybe you don't bring hangman back tonight even though he did is doing some house shows now too which I think is really neat so you know you're getting some of your some of your um your wrestlers a few more reps against folks that they wouldn't normally go against especially on dark and dark elevation ahead of collision rampage and then whatever this paramount billion dollar deal is going to look like so <laughs> I just I think, you know, like and you've talked about this out for I don't know, I don't want to say a year, but more than a day, less than a year, that we are we are on the cusp of a golden era of professional wrestling. And with this paramount deal, impact is like quietly starting to starting to gain some steam. MLW just hopped on um Hulu. New Japan Strong is supposedly getting a New Tiki Japan deal. Strong is getting getting some good reviews. Wow is doing really good. Uh, Tessa Blanchard is uh, making the rounds on the indie scene, trying to earn some street cred back up. So, I mean, there's so much going on in wrestling that whether it's an individual redemption story like Tessa or, you know, just shy of NWA, they... They seem to like their YouTube situation, so you know, good on them where impact is getting better every single episode. Strongest women's division, I think, in professional wrestling. And yes. AEW is gonna absolutely benefit from it. And when Don Callis comes out, he's gonna spit fire. And I can't wait to see how do they how do they play Omega and what what does his character look like? Is he gonna look like mankind sitting down in the steam room? I told you not to li- Or is he going to be like, you know, I can't believe you did this to me. Don, we've been friends. We've been family. I'm going to get for like even 40 or- years or something ridiculous. I mean, or is he just going to be like, okay, Don, you're dead to me? I mean, it could be one extreme to the other. Bye bye. Ta ta for now. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs>
2: I don't, uh, do you watch, you don't watch Being the Elite, do you? Their YouTube show. So they, uh, they did no. a kind of a-, a quick little touch on it and, um, it's really a fun watch if you if you have the time. I, I watch it every Monday because it's like a little bit behind the scenes, a little story driven. Because right now the whole thing on the Being the Elite is the Dark Order want to show Kenny Omega how the Young Bucks gave the nod to Hangman to let him win oh the match last god, year. Oh my god! Yes. So it's really funny because they're like,
1: "Hey, that-
2: let me show you this on my phone." And like Matt Jackson running and steal the phone, like throw it across the room and
1: <laughs> pull an MJF. <laughs> Oh, it's great. So, it's so funny. So between the nod and 10, are we going to ever visit 10 again? Like, okay, yeah, he's just done with it. We're not. Oh, yeah.
2: I don't know about that part of it. But the nod for sure. The nod is definitely being talked about in Being the Elite, uh, which, you know, is an upside and downside. The downside is the like you not watching it, you're going, why is it just dropped? For me, I'm like, it's not, though. Like, they're doing all this stuff in the background. But one of the things they did do is it ended Being the Elite with Kenny Omega sitting uh, at a table and (laughs) Matt Jackson brings him a piece of cake and like, Hey man, I'm really sorry about what Don did. And he's looking at the cake and he's got his fork, in his hand and he starts like flashing to all the stuff. Don cows has done. And he just goes in this angry fit rage. (laughs) And then it cuts black. So I'm like, man, are we going to get like a broken, broken Kenny Omega? Who's going to be like ultra violent and maybe a, a version of him we haven't seen before, which would be really cool. And it makes sense with some of the stuff he's talking about, how like his time's running out and he doesn't know how much more he's going to do. Um, He's flat out come out and said that the only matches he's going to do now are blockbusters that he knows he can make huge matches or big. Which I don't. I don't think that means he's not going to wrestle like Yuta or an undercard person. I just think it means he's not going to just go out there and do a a throwaway match. Personally, right.
1: everything's going to matter, and you know, like he's still the IWGP United States Champion. He's still going to be a huge part. Of Forbidden Door, he is and all in. And, and I don't want to say pillar of AEW, but he's like the foundation, maybe. And yeah, I mean, it, yeah, I don't, I don't know say the pi- right.
2: Well, I wouldn't say pillar because they use the four pillars, but definitely a foundation. Yeah, I mean, it's in their name, all elite wrestling. You know, yeah, I mean,
1: he's and the elite. <laughs> he's the guy, and you know, they've talked about whether he will or won't resign. <clears throat> I just don't see him leaving. And and I saw this whole time like Cody Cody's a WWE guy. So I was that, you know, and Omega That's did fair. what what did he do? Like nine months with development kind of a thing. Not even Yeah, I don't even think he did that long. So he's not an indie darling. He is a professional wrestler who is like, man. And Tony's gonna take care of him. And there's so many stories he can tell, especially with the the pillars and the rotational um, su- wrestlers that come through. I almost said superstars. Okay. The, uh The wrestlers that come through, the working relationships with all of the other uh, wrestling organizations, the matches that he's had with Vikingo, just, oh. like, yeah. He, he needs to be the, if, I don't think he'll be wrestler of the year in 2023. I think it will be um, Gunther. Or Roman, but uh, Omega will be in the top five. And no yeah. way,
2: Omega's already had matches way better than Gunther. Or no,
1: I totally agree with you. Like match of the year and runner up, both um Omega. Like that like just mailing. You storyline,
2: regular wrestling,
1: right? And when we're and okay. we were talking about the IWG or the um the um Pro Wrestling Illustrated top five hundred, and you know he's top five every year. Should be, will be, and yeah. But uh, no, so I'm super excited. So we'll open with some fun times. We'll see a little Switchblade. Uh, Callus comes out. He spits some fire. Maybe the Elite comes out. Maybe they don't. Maybe Blackpool comes out. Maybe they don't. Fade to black. What do you see next? Uh, My guess
2: would be the the Roosh-Jack Perry match. Mm. Uh, I think that's a, well, it's either that or the Sammy Guevara match
0: Okay.
2: Maybe the Sammy Guevara. I, I could see maybe that one going first because they haven't announced his opponent, so it might just be a, a quick squash kind of match. And, you know, not much to prognosticate on that one. More, probably some Pillars stuff. Maybe MJF gets involved. Maybe they do some backstage segments. I'm not sure, but Back, I have a feeling it will be a yeah, quick I'm squash match. I'm thinking
1: backstage segments, backstage segments or um, vignettes. Maybe we see, you know, uh, a little twist and turn to plant the seed. Why... This pillar should uh, partner or associate with this pillar and just, you know, sort of really thicken the plot as we get closer and closer to uh, to their pay-per-view. Which Yeah, because oh, they've got man, it's gonna this be a Dynamite and then next week's Dynamite, and
2: that's it. They're in the pay-per-view. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe something to heat it up. Maybe, yeah, they've got to do something to either make Sammy more of a heel because he kind of started coming off like a baby's face. So, maybe he this did, is a match yes. where he's going to just be very heelish uh or he gets attacked by MJF and you just have him go straight babyface and you do a 3 babyface on one heel which would be a very
1: interesting dynamic rolling into a pay-per-view. Uh, but it would it would be interesting. God, it would be a neat way then, to do it. And then MJF comes out the winner and now you have 3 of the four pillars just looking at each other like shit. Yeah. I was just a good guy and you know, yeah, that would <laughs> that'd be that'd be fun cuz who do you turn? To me, Darby would be, you know, he would be, he would make sense to turn because you've sort of almost I think tried a, I think to a ex- villain Jack Perry would be pretty good. Man, he would like, you know, like a dark jungle, you know, he comes out in black gear. Like have him snap at this maybe and. Yeah. And he, he,
2: maybe he shakes hands with MJF at the end and he does decide to kind of follow in his footsteps and become a nasty heel because I, I, it wouldn't be a bad thing. Yeah. But I also think that's your next match, too. I think you roll right in from the Sammy stuff to the Jack perry Rouge match. And holy crap, that match is going to be... Oh, that'd be a good connecting file. That'd be fun. Yeah. And that match is going to be amazing if Rouge shows up. Rouge has a tendency to sometimes be like, meh. But if he shows up and he goes hard, uh, don't make it weird. But if he shows up and... Showing up hard <laughs> and uh, has a good time with jungle boy. Jungle boy, oh, that makes it weird too. Oof. Now it's just all weird. Going hard with the if jungle they have boy. a great match, I think it'll be. It has a potential to be a very good match with uh jungle boy's high flying and Roosh is just kind of stiff. You know, stop flying around. I'm going to ground you, and then I'm going to fly around. So that ought to be be interesting for sure. Yeah,
1: I'm. Su- and like, again,
2: yeah, more pillar stuff. Yeah,
1: I think you'll see a couple of vignettes. Uh, the guns recently showed up on a show. Um, they were on um, Rampage, did some stuff, cut a couple of vignettes. They've been, they've done a few interviews, so there could be a good chance Um, you'll see some vignettes that are building. I think. Do we hear the huge announcement this week? That's tonight. Yep. So you'll. So that, that was what I was. That's where I think is going to go in oh there man, somewhere. I just go goosebumps. Let's go. What do you wait? Prognosticate this. Here's your pencil. Click click. So I think it's going to be. Sorry.
2: I think it's going to be the announcement of Collision, um, which everybody knows is coming, so I don't know if I'll consider that a huge one. And he says it's history-making for the company. So I'm guessing it's going to be a Collision. I'm guessing it's going to be a time time slot. Like, hey, it's going to be like 8 to 9 on Saturdays or whatever. But I'm also guessing it's going to be the announcement of CM Punk coming back. I think the combination of those three, um, I would love for him to come back and say he's going to bring back the ranking system, but I don't think that's it. I think it's going to be Collision, CM Punk, and like, Details on collision, like what it's going to be, is what I think. Yeah, I think. And then maybe uh, just like
1: to shine a little, he's going to go, Oh, by the way, I've sold 70,000 tickets for All In. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, why not? Like, hey, and the Friday night before, we're going to be at, you know, we're going to, we're going to do a show at the Queen's Castle, you know, like, <laughs> like you know. He'll, yeah, announce a dynamite for that week. Yeah. Do dynamite and, and rampage from there. Yeah. So you'll see dynamite, rampage, pay per view um i don't want any more titles announced maybe another match gets announced love the love 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 the talk about this is what we've done with ticket sales thank you to everyone um and then how do yeah like oh man this is this is going to be such a great show and then i I'm can't wait to think of any. i'm trying to think of other free agents that are out there there really aren't any that you would roll out and say, oh, hey, by the way, um, Drew McIntyre is all elite now. And he comes out and, you know, freaking Claymore kicks everybody and, and their brother. But, yeah, I think huge announcement. So now that rolls us into the second hour. And I think the second hour opens with a women's match.
2: Yep, I agree. I think it's going to be your ladies match. I think it's going to be uh, the outcast and Sheeta and Hater and dmd i'm just curious how this is gonna go right so you would think this would be the blow off match to the feud which i love well i love the story but it's getting a little old now like all right either introduce some new people do something heated up real good okay so do you think they bring somebody new to join the outcast tonight like ty valkyrie or do you think it's just gonna be a straight three on three with maybe uh, let's say Tony Storm getting the pin over hater, and now you've set up that match for double or nothing.
1: oh wow, so you sprinkle in the seeds of question, or do you drop in some dissent in the ranks so do does someone get upset on the outcast side, or does someone get s- upset on the original side, and now you're like, Oh, I'm mad at you, no, I'm mad at you' and then they leave. Yeah. That's the other
2: thing is like, could you start seeing the Britt Baker, Jamie Hader split Ooh. coming? You know, do we <laughs> tickle some of that in there? Like, I it, I yeah. will be disappointed if it's just a straight three on three match and then wow. that's it. So I'm hoping Oof. we get either the advancement of the Hater brit Baker breakup, which has been teased almost for a year now or almost two years now. Yeah. Or we get someone else joining or two or three people maybe joining the Outcast, like maybe Ty Valkyrie and Athena and well, no, Athena's- in Ring of Honor, but, you know, Ty, the only reason I keep saying Ty Valkyrie is because she posted something about being suspended.
1: Oh, yeah, because she... Uh, and like,
2: oh, this oh this is how you treat people who come from the outside. I was like, hmm.
1: That's pretty what? poignant. So poignant. Uh, and then, you know, Jade Cargill's like, hey, watch your mouth and you better keep your hands off my referee. And then she comes out. And Jade joins the originals, you know. So you have Jade as a turning
2: face and joining the originals.
1: That and would then you set up nuts, a, cause dude, she would pop a crowd. She needs something, yeah, man.
2: And she needs something because yeah, just carrying on, of, I, yeah. The baddies waiting, is kinda, waiting, yeah, yeah, and just waiting for
1: Statlander to come back is is really just totally letting oh, all the air out of God. her. God, do you, I think it's too early? If Statlander is good to go, I still think it's too early because I want I want her to set the crowd off, Boop. and uh, when she shows up. Jade Cargill has an open challenge in Wembley, and out comes Statlander. She wins the title, um, and she takes that title to uh, to Collision, or you know whatever. So or or or
2: you have Jade join the Originals and uh-huh. have the Outcasts keep doing their thing, and you have Soraya challenge Jade for the title at All In, and Soraya wins over Jade in her home country. And beats the win streak. So now you put a title on Soraya, and she's the one who beats Jade. Like that would be a huge pop. Like that would be
1: massive monster. Because I know the I know the rumor is is gonna be Hater versus uh, Soraya. But I think you know what I think that would be even better than Hater and Soraya. I think I do too. Hater, let them both shine. Hater in a match where she defeats um, Monet. Monet. I keep wishing that one to happen. So both both Brits walk out champion, dude. That's a win. That is that's a that's a feel good moment and uh that's some home cooking and AEW loves that and man I just man, just like they say on well uh what culture makes me feel all warm in my tum tum. Yeah. I would love that. Then That'd then be got awesome. The,
2: and then you got the belt off Jade, so now Jade can go after, you know, Jamie Hader. Or, you know, you could build Jade into some other programs instead of just holding this belt and kind of being stale. You know, I just – I think that would be a good way to go. But, I mean, Sattler coming back would be a huge pop too. That would be a really massive pop and would be cool to see her. I'd
1: love to, love to see her pop. Or anyway, so, yeah. So, we get the women's match. We go to probably some vignettes. Renee's going to be gold. Because oh, there's going to be a lot of talk about what's coming up with the future of AEW, what um, what the uh, new Collision Show is going to look like. You're going to see some BCC backstage, probably cracking some skulls. And now we've got about 30 minutes left in the show. What what leads us to our main event and that main event? You know, without taking words out of your mouth, it's got to be Jericho versus Roderick Strong falls count anywhere. What? What is the prelude to that match? So, they haven't announced anything.
2: So, it could just be the women's match. You run the women's oh, match. Man, and then. that be run... awesome. Give them enough time. Yeah, have the women just go. I have a sneaky yeah, suspicion we're going to probably finish recording this and jump on Twitter. And it'll be Tony Khan saying, oh, these four matches just announced. Because <laughs> you figure... <laughs> so, my thought is you're going to want to hear something from FTR or Mark Briscoe and Jarrett's crew. So, somehow that's going to be in there. Uh, if you've got... Sammy Guevara and Jungle Boy on. Why would you not have Darby at some point? So Darby's going to either make it a vignette or show up somewhere. MJF will probably cut a promo or have a pre-tape. Yeah, they've they're going to have to do something. Uh, and then with Adam Cole being banned from the show, do we see some interactions Uh-oh. between Jericho and Britt Baker? Because you know maybe oh maybe as Britt and her team are walking away, Jericho's coming down the you know down the ramp and they have an interaction on the ramp or something. Not saying I want him to put hands on her, but right. You could see where, like, that builds back into the Adam Cole thing. Or wow. does Anna JAS jump Britt Baker, you know, a- as part of that storyline? So it, it, they have some things to do. But I also think that's why those two matches will butt up against each other. I think because you're going to want it, that interaction between Jericho and Britt Baker somehow throughout the whole thing.
1: Yeah, I'm flipping through uh, a couple of the rumor rumor mills. And there's nothing, nothing new other than... Pat McAfee just signed a monster deal with ESPN, but yeah, no, I think, um, you know, Britt Baker, she's gone public with some of the background, uh, backstage drama and some of the internal politics and, you know, oh, competition. I totally forgot. Po- Thunder
2: Rosa came back. Yeah, that's she what i saying. Like,
1: are you going to see, oh, man, is in going open? That. Is Miro going to be, he'll be wandering around talking about, why don't you love me, God? Um, yeah, so I think, um. Uh, you know, if Jade is, if Jade is there, Thunder Rosa just walks past and Jade is like, excuse me. And Thunder Rosa just gives her like the, you know, crazy eye. Is Thunder cleared to wrestle? Do you know? I don't know if she's cleared to wrestle. yet. She's again, not, right? but uh, okay. she's able to travel now, which you could sort of play that into some non-contact role. And she's just making little pot shots at, you know, at the wrestlers was, and
2: stuff. So Okay. Yeah. I was curious if she joins the outcast. Because it would make sense for her to join the outcast, Um, To go against Britt Baker and them. Because then that could be the person that comes out. Or
1: her anti-Valkyrie. Who the hell knows?
2: Oh my god. You yeah, know, and then you've got a spot a, for Rio.
1: Yeah, I don't want Ty in a faction. I think she's she's strong enough to ride on her own. But it would make sense to... To put her in a faction because it would give give that faction instant credibility. So,
2: and uh, for the Roderick Strong, uh, Jericho match, I think it's gonna be good. I think they're both really good at this. I see Jericho winning though. I don't. Ah, man, maybe not. I, I don't know how to call this one. I'm gonna go with Jericho winning because I think it feeds. I think it'll be something like. So the JAS is banned from the arena. However, Sammy Guevara is gonna be in a match, so they can't ban him from the match. So, I'm guessing Sammy gets involved, or do they make Sammy leave afterwards and we see Adam Cole? Yeah, if it's a no disqualification, false count anywhere, do you? Oh, fantasy spot. They fight out through the that's outside of the arena say, yep. and that's
1: where Adam Cole is standing. And They're then, no longer or the in JAS the arena. Are standing there. Yep. Yeah, I was thinking because that's a WWE thing where they meet them in the parking area. Yeah. So, that's, that's how I see that going. They end up out in the street. Adam Cole baby gets uh, gets a couple shots in, Roderick gets some uh somehow gets him either in the ring or gets him cuz Jericho is at the point in his illustrious career where he doesn't need the victory, but at the same time for this for this story, he needs like a win, you know what I mean? So this this could be this could be a lot of fun. I think this will be this will be interesting.
2: Yeah, my guess is we don't see Cole but we see the JAS outside the arena. So when Ad- when Strong gets pushed out there, they beat him oh, down, man. and then you've added all this That's extra heat. One. Okay, yeah, you've added all this extra heat to Jericho. So now his best buddy, they've taken him out too. Oh. And I think okay. that might be the way to go.
1: I like that. And then maybe you
2: see the re- return of um uh not Bobby Fish, the other one, uh Kyle O'Reilly. Like maybe we see the return ooh. of Kyle O'Reilly like coming to save. And now you've got somewhat of the undisputed era back together, but. Yeah, it should be a good show. I'm looking forward to it for sure. The
1: crowd is going to be hot. Um, Super excited. Great college town. You're in Austin, Texas. Everything's bigger in Texas. And uh, AEW is going to go off. It's going to be AEW on Wednesday. You know what that means. Hot crowd.
2: You know what that means. Let us know what you think down in the comments below this Twitter uh, podcast drop when it goes out. And that being said, follow us on all our social easy for you to say. Follow us on our social media pages at No Shave Man Cave. Uh all of them, YouTube, Twitter, all that good stuff. And uh if you like this sort of thing and are enjoying it, we have uh changed it up a little. We are doing reviews and previews, and we got a couple other things in store, including a potential new show coming in June.
0: Uh-oh. Called
2: uh what was that? Oh. Uh-oh. Shouting out. Yep. Coming in June, calling uh, roll roll for recovery. Uh, if you listen to our twenty second, our uh, mental health buddy of mine that comes on and helps us out uh, wants to start his own podcast. I'm going to help him out with it, and it's going to be talking about mental health and how video games and gaming in general can help people uh, get through recovery. And then we're going to tell some of the stories of like uh, you know my buddy Rob, how it helped him out of his depression, me getting growing up, and all that good stuff. So. Roll for recovery hit in hitting June. We'll get the exact date ironed out here soon. But that'll be a new podcast coming to our uh, No shade Man Cave. And anywhere you get your podcasts from, just follow us. Subscribe. 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 It's free. It doesn't cost anything. Hit the button. If you don't like us, you forget about it. You don't ever listen. I have like 30 podcasts I think I'm subscribed to that I don't listen to anymore. But uh we appreciate it all. And you know what time it is. It's time for that hot tag. Bump and hot tag feed. to the Bump hot marine.
1: feed. Hey. Thank you so much for joining us. Over 32,000 downloads. So many likes. We're pushing a 1,000 over on the Twitter machine. You guys are the greatest. We wouldn't be here without you. We would, but it'd just be the two of us. So keep doing what you're doing. Like, follow, subscribe. The No Shave Man Cave. If you're in any distress, any need of any form or fashion, get that help you need. Dial 988. Get help somewhere. You are loved. And we need you back here every day so keep doing what you're doing look out for yourselves look out for each other and we'll see you on the floor
0: you've been listening to the no shave men cave if it's pro wrestling we're talking about it unless we see something shiny and wander off into the woods if you hang around long enough we'll eventually come back we hope you've enjoyed the show. Fire off your comments and be sure to leave us a five-star rating. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit us up on Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at No Shave Man Cave. Y'all be cool. And we'll see you next time on the No Shave Man Cave.